Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. I'm Nicholas. Oh, I forgot about that part. I'm I'm Jeremy today. Oh, you are. I'm Justin. Actually, I think I'll be Chewbacca. Okay. I'm Jeremy. Uh, I'm Justin. Justin decided to show up in cosplay today. In his... oh, it's, just, it's, it's cold in the little corner of my basement, so I wanted to be warm, so I put on the Chewbacca onesie. <laughs> it's cold down here. It's I mean, very... we, we have given Justin a lot of garbage over the years for his lack of either pop culture knowledge or, or just really interest in the subject of being on this podcast. Okay. But right. He, he's decided to really step up and show up in a Chewbacca onesie. That's which none of, true. Which none of the rest of us have done. So true. He may not I mean, always talk about more, but... When we talk about sports, I get involved. Otherwise, I'm just here. So I figure I'll class it up a little. Well... You know, I think it's much needed. It, pop culture like, could really use an injection of that kind of thing. So, good on you. All right, I'll figure, gotta figure out what I'm going to do for next week's show. <laughs> Is, that's going to be your hang new up more stuff. With, <laughs> hang up different things in the background and come dressed in weird things. <laughs> It does. It is a lot easier to like mask the disappointment in, in having like in you not having watched something if you're wearing a fuzzy costume. It's like, yeah. how can I be mad like, at you? Want a vision if you're wearing a fuzzy, cute Chewbacca outfit? I didn't do my I, research. Let me come in something that's going to distract them. And I, will have, I, I do have to say, uh, I'm I'm impressed that not only did Jeremy sign up for Disney Plus this week. He did watch the entirety of one of WandaVision. So I sure did. I'm I, I came ready with ammunition, but <laughs> all right. Next week we can have our WandaVision stuff. But okay. when does um Falcon and Winter Soldier come out? Is that next week too? Uh next weekend. Yeah. All right. So you gotta have a lot of stuff to to watch. That one I'll watch because that one I actually have some interest in. Yeah, that looks good. Uh I'm excited for that as well. But WandaVision yeah. is awesome. I'll give it. The, I'll give it the stamp of approval. All right. Well, I mean, it had my stamp of approval. <laughs> okay, I'll give it mine then as well. Two thirds vote. Yeah. Two thirds majority, or I, I guess because I'm the only one who hasn't seen it. So Two thirds. So uh, something happened yesterday that I don't know how we're going to fix, but we have to. We have to figure out a way. To fix this problem, there's now a new new number one movie of all time. Oh no! Movie-wise, yeah. Apparently, they re-released Avatar in China, That's and it has overtaken Avengers Endgame. Oh no! So, well, Avatar is once again number one. Now, how is we as a, a podcast of three people in you know, nowhere Bills, Wisconsin. Yeah. Going to fix this problem. Well, hmm. well I'm going to boycott Avatar because I've never watched it and I'll continue to not watch it. 
Okay. That's my contribution to the problem. How? Okay, I get you not watching WandaVision. That makes sense, but and you've never watched Avatar. Nope, never seen the movie. Live action Fern Gully, never seen it. <laughs> oh, that's right. We've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I don't under. I don't. It's. It was like a huge thing, though. Right. I mean, I've never seen Titanic either. Well, I mean, you're not missing anything there. That movie's yeah. garbage. But well, I mean, Avatar wasn't that great either. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I really enjoyed Avatar. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was highly enjoyable. I well, haven't. I don't think I've watched it since. I went and saw it in the theaters, but I mean, it's it's a movie that made probably the best use of 3D of any other movie that's ever come out. Oh, really? What was so like mind-boggling about it? What was so well, earth? Because they didn't fall into that shtick of of like the Jason 3D, where they're like. <laughs> Ooh, well, my hands are way off on the screen here. Ooh, ooh, like yeah, you know, yeah. Like it just it made like it was natural. Yeah, it was more natural. It made this. It just it, it added depth to the screen. Like it it's it really made it seem like you were more immersed in it than just like what was that stupid movie that you and I went and saw Justin with 3D? Me, you, and Tony. Uh, is it Wrath of the Titans? Yes, second, that second Clash of the Titans movie. Yeah, the well, it was either Clash of the Titans or Wrath of the Titans, one of those two. I think it was and, Wrath, I think it was the second one. And it was, it, they did that in 3D, and it, it that was garbage. Yeah, I mean, that was literally just the like every couple minutes they'd have something that would just like, yeah, mm. ooh, I'm poking, ooh, I've got mm. a thing coming oh, out of the screen. Oh, oh there's an explosion here, comes a rock, right? <laughs> yeah, ooh, is it gonna hit you? Like, a lot of it does seem pretty gimmicky. I mean, I saw Buddy Valentine 3D and it was the same way. So, all right, I'll give Avatar that. But it wasn't, to me, I always felt like the hype around it was way, way too much for like what it really was. I mean, at the end of the day, aren't we really just talking about a rainforest? A fancy rainforest? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, a fancy rainforest, but big, giant blue cats. True. True. That's true. I mean, it was, you know, I just, you know, I, I thought it was really good uh, for what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder if I was to sit down and watch it again, which mm-hmm. I probably should. I think I have it on Blu-ray down in the basement. Um, like, would I have the same feelings about it just watching it on my small TV? Because I will, I will tell you the one thing I did make fun of the movie from day one was unobtainium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, they couldn't do a, they couldn't come up with something better than that. <laughs> Unobtained. Ooh, you're you're labeling the one uh mineral or whatever it was, you know, metal of some kind that they had to have mm-hmm. on the planet that is really hard to obtain. Yep. Unobtainium. Oh, that's pretty clever, guys. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> wow, yeah. like that yeah. that was like yeah, I feel like I feel like that's what you write in the script when you're writing it, because like you you expect to come up with a better name later on. Yeah, yeah, like just that, a placeholder oh, thing. Yeah, it's just a place. <laughs> and then at some point they're filming the movie, and like he had not gotten around to it, and they're like, "Is that really what he wants to call it?" And 
Oh, well, you don't question James Cameron. I mean, that's 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 Jim Cameron. Don't you know? We don't question. Right. And then like he's just going on obtainium. I was gonna call. I was gonna call it something else. He wasn't on set that day. Well, we filmed all this. Yeah. That was well, supposed too, to be in there. Fuck. Too late now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we're just rolling with it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going in my submarine to look for more shipwrecks. You do what you want. <laughs> yeah. You guys do you. We'll still I'm make getting billions. The tit- <laughs> I'm getting the Titanic up for real now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to make the sequel to Titanic with the real ship. What if it didn't float? It didn't sink. That would be the sequel. Would that be a poor taste if they did another one where it was just like it all of a sudden came back and they wrote like their new a new storyline? Ghost Titanic? Yeah. Um I mean, I don't know. I think they did a, I gotta look it up real fast, but I'm pretty sure somebody has done Ghost Titanic or Titanic 2. What? <laughs> weird we'll cut out this air while you're looking for it <laughs> um there's okay no that's just a documentary oh, I, I mean i can always look for stuff i'm just here i mean i might as well do the research look that up wookie <laughs> do our uh, bidding there is, a, there is a movie called the titanic 2 that's my job get off of there what the was it um released theatrically uh no, it has a 1.6 out of 10 <laughs> on IMDb. Oh, sounds like we're gonna have to hunt that one down. Uh is that the one that was released in 2010? Yeah. Yeah, I found that one too. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, how about this? Let me ask one of you per- people that's not looking something up about <laughs> speaking of poor taste. Would it be poor taste to do a movie about well, I'm not even gonna say it because oh, I I already know it would be. Well, okay, we can cut this out later if it doesn't go well. But a 9/11 movie where they sort of rewrite the history of 9/11, where like kind of like Inglorious Bastards did, you know, where they killed Hitler instead. Oh of just, yeah, yeah. So let's uh, like a, a 9/11 movie where it's a different ending. I mean, if you wait another like. 30 years, 40 years. Oh, I'll just say 10 Maybe. years. You think it's 10? <laughs> What's the rule when you can start making jokes about things again? Like, how long does it take? How many years is it? Well, how long did it take for society to start making Adolf Hitler jokes? <laughs> how long I after that? <laughs> not, not long, probably. Well, and, and we're coming back around to where you're you're not allowed to make those jokes anymore. So, oh, yeah. I think thirty forty does sound a little more likely. Yeah. But... If at all. I mean, I really I didn't think it would be like I thought you guys would be like a gasp that I even asked. Look who you're talking to. <laughs> well, True. Do you even know us? I, you're right. <laughs> it's been so long, sometimes I forget. Well, you know, it, it's like I mean, I, I expect something like it would be like if that that show time timeline. Yeah had existed like them going back in time and like trying to stop 9-11 from happening and like finding out like if they let it if they stop it from happening something else happens and having to go back in time and let it happen you know kind of thing like just you know some sort of like 
you know, lesson that you would have to teach some, I don't know, like some sort of allegory for something that we need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Some kind of message that they have to jam down our throat. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, to address your original question, then how do we overtake Avatar again? I think we open our own theater and show nothing but Marvel movies. (laughs) In East (laughs) Troy. Just, just Marvel Endgame. You yeah. guys are going to show anything else? Not until we've overtaken Avatar. <laughs> keep <all>. going. <laughs> you want to see something different? Keep buying, keep buying tickets. Yeah. There will be a little like thing on the outside, like a screen that shows our progress. Like, we're this close to getting past Avatar. <laughs> we'll sell like mystery movie tickets. You don't know what it's going to be. But it's, it's always the Endgame. The Endgame. <laughs> Everything. Oh, they got me again. <laughs> Well, no, you know what we should do? Uh, start a petition. Since all the theaters are starting to open back up mm-hmm. and how they did it in China was to, you know, now that the Chinese movie theaters are starting to open back up, like that country is in position to, and they they did it by like putting Avatar back out to kind of like get like people like hyped because obviously there's not like a lot of really like hype, you know, hyped big budget movies about to be released. So they're like, well, come see Avatar again. And now it's number one. Like maybe America should be like, yeah, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're pushing yeah. Black Widow, we're pushing Black Widow back another month. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Why not? We gotta take it back. We gotta take it back. I think that's a good plan. Well, what about <laughs> when they do like those uh Marvel marathons? Do those get credit credited as uh, a I... release or I don't really know. Like, I don't, like, I don't even know if like when uh, Marcus does like the, the $5 Sunday movies where they're like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark for $5 for the one show. Like yeah. if somehow like that, like $110 that it makes. Yeah. Like, yeah it gets cool. credited to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to find that out. <laughs> it would be yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that what kind of re what it takes for a re-release to make get money added to the the budget you know or the final tally of the movie because yeah. i mean i could make the argument that any sort of like re-releasing in the movie shouldn't be included in the original run like that should be like a separate you know like category mm-hmm. so like even when they cuz they they re-released endgame back in the theaters like a couple months after it came out because they were like uh, we are so close to overtaking Avatar. Uh, here's a special Stan Lee tribute scene. Uh, Go see the movie again. Yeah. <laughs> it was just <laughs> enough to get it over Avatar, you know? Yeah. There must be something else that they have still that they can add, tack on to it. <laughs> Do you want to well, see Black Widow? You got to yeah. pay for Endgame first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I do want to see Black Widow. All right. After, after the after the credits, they'll do the first episode of Black Widow. The first little bit of it, like first a teaser bit. trailer. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you want to see Black Widow? Yeah. Well, you want to see the first half hour of Black Widow? You got to pay for Endgame. Yeah, we'll show you an exclusive. Yeah, and I know how you fanboys want to get your stuff early. <laughs> Are, is yeah. is uh, Black Widow is, is Black Widow coming to Disney Plus right away or is no it, no they are 
of all the movies that they are putting right to Disney Plus first, that was the one that they were like, absolutely not. We're holding that off. Uh, I think May 7th is like the hard set. Like we're actually releasing it uh, in the theaters like day. Is it still going to be where you can rent out a theater? You think May around that time? I don't know. Um, I, it probably depends either a on how popular that, that thing is and, and b how wide open everything actually is is going to be so let's say how much because was it to rent out the theater when didn't you say you did that it was 99 dollars mm. that's oh, not well, bad yeah for get a bunch 20, for 20 people that's a really good oh deal. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's around both of our birthdays so we'll just be like hey let's i'll go see a movie if that's still the case that'd be cool we'll get yeah. like five six people everyone pitching like however much cover it i'd be down yeah. for that for sure yeah. Yeah, I mean, we get nine people, and you know, it's like ten bucks a person. Well, let's not get killed. Oh, That's a lot of people. <laughs> we we don't have we don't know that. Yeah, many I people. I thought like <laughs> four, five. Well, there's three of us, and then I can think of a fourth who'd be in right away. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's four. Four. That four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. We still. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm kind of stuck at four then. Four. We still need six more. <laughs> I mean, there's some other ones I could think of, but I'd probably be like, I'm not going to ask that person for obvious reasons. Uh, does that person listen to the podcast now that it's back, or I don't is he know. even aware of it? I have no idea. Comment. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> if it, you if you think it's you that yeah. we're talking about, <laughs> comment. Let us know. Yeah, comment on the post. Shoot us a text. Mm. We'll let you know. You could Did win you the grand prize. Really did you guys really ban me? <laughs> well, uh, ban's a strong word. Yeah, we prefer not to use those types of words yeah. around here. <laughs> more um, just like oh, suspended. More like, yeah, or I was going to say discontinued. Or Yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs> your your contract has not been uh, renewed for second season. We fixed the glitch. <laughs> so, so you fired him. No, no, no. We fixed the glitch. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to do a bracket For, challenge? Well, like candy bars? Girl Scouts? No. What? <laughs> of candy bars. I mean, I would like to eat candy bars, yes, but. I don't have any candy. I need a snack. Um, no, do you guys want to do the bracket? Like, you want me to set up a pop culture roulette bracket on like ESPN or Yahoo? I mean, I'll fill one out, but I like I every year I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, nobody I'm does. Of, I'm kind of in the same boat. Can I pick I, Duke to win it all? Uh, yeah, go ahead, pick Duke to win it all. Can we put money on this bracket? <laughs> uh, only if I can take NC. What North Carolina is my second option because uh, ne- neither of them are in the tournament. I you, you can you can. Yeah, take wait. North Carolina's not in either. I don't think they're in it either. Man, I mean, I, when I saw that Duke wasn't going to be in it, I was like, "How long has it been since Duke has not been in the tournament?" I was and second, time. Like, how long has it been since both Duke and North Carolina haven't been in the tournament? Yeah, maybe they, I don't know. I thought one of them wasn't. I know Duke's not. 
Yeah, well, they were they were bubble already, and then they got bounced early. I know Wisconsin's in the tournament. Well, that's who I'm gonna be voting for all the way. Then <laughs> I think I think they're a nine seed. Oh, okay. I mean, I would say I would say I'd take Gonzaga, and 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 you know they say they'll actually win it, but every time you they're in there as a number one or pretty high, they just disappoint. Like. <laughs> I've always I've always liked Gonzaga back when they had uh, Morrison. Yeah, I mean, but I have not watched very much college basketball this year. I tried to watch – I was going to watch the Memphis game yesterday when they were playing uh, Houston, and I was a couple minutes into it, and I was like, nah, I'm going to watch Coming to America instead. The sequel? Yeah. How was Coming, it? Uh, it was enjoyable. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that that oh man, I'm so good at these segues you've given me. <laughs> uh, so coming to America, like coming number two yes, to America. Coming yeah, to um uh, it was fun. I mean it was clearly just like not a remake, but like kind of a let's take the familiar beats of the first movie and kind of go with it. Um right. You know, and then just kind of ramp it up a little bit. Um, so it was it was enjoyable. I mean, you know, but it, it just it made me think. And I think we had kind of this discussion on on the when I, last time I was on Media Pod Smash. Okay. Of of the the thirty year old sequel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in the last few years, we've gotten. Uh, I mean, now, granted, Anchorman was not 30 years, but it was quite a bit of, like, you know, 10 or more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dumb and Dumb and Dumber was, like, 20-something years. Yeah. Uh, this year, we got, uh, I guess it's not this year anymore, but it was within the last year. Uh, Bill and Ted, that was, oh, close yeah. to, that was close to a 30-year sequel. Right, right. Uh, Janus and the Bob reboot was damn near close to 20. God, that's crazy. That doesn't feel that long, but <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Um, we were supposed to get it last summer, but we didn't. We're going to get it this summer. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is technically mm. Ghostbusters 3. Oh, okay. That's a direct sequel to the second one? Well, I mean, well. it involves... It's the same continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, we still don't really know the plot or the, you know, we know some of the actors in the movie, but we don't know how they're related or if they're related at all to the original Ghostbusters. Um, uh, I, know, I know all of the ones that are alive mm-hmm. are supposed to have a cameo. Cool. Um, there's rumors that maybe even Rick Moranis had a cameo, but nobody's confirming nor denying that one. That'd be cool. So, so uh, what about the female one? Was that it's, not it's canon? To, that is supposed to come out in June this year. Um, no, I basically Wait. that is like an alternate universe Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, is okay. how they're treating that. Like that is, you know, yeah. You know, so that's kind of a, yeah. a one-off. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I thought they could have tried to say this is in universe but it does appear that from everything i've heard that the jason reitman has just completely ignored the girl ghostbuster movie 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to probably be the case, but just making sure. Yeah. Maybe they'll start their own set of like movies, like franchise. So what what do you think the, the impetus? Yeah. What do you think the impetus behind making a sequel like thirty years later is? Like, why all of a sudden in the last couple of years have we been like, hey, remember that movie from thirty years ago? Let's finally make a sequel to that. <laughs> because Hollywood loves to tap into our nostalgia bone. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the kids who like that are now adults with their own kids. Like, yeah, oh, let's take them. Same reason I think a lot of like the sports cards and stuff are coming back to popularity and Pokemon. But I don't, like, when I was a kid, I don't remember there being like a bunch of movies where my dad was like, oh, like 30 <laughs> years ago when I was your age, we went and saw this movie. And now they've finally done the sequel. Let's go see it, boy. That's like, true. Fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. But look at how the entertainment business has just changed so much from the black and white and when your parents went. I mean, I I seem to remember them being like, just, we remade this movie. Like, they didn't make a sequel. They just remade it. Like, they just. Or they make too many sequels. Or, or well, yeah. Hello, Friday the 13th. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like Beethoven. I remember that as a kid. And there's like nine of those movies now. Yeah. Every time I'm flipping through like the streaming services, I'm like, Beethoven 70, huh? 70. 70 <laughs> When did they get that high? Uh, just like just like Airbud. Let's do another Airbud movie. Yeah. Are the buddies? They're like space mm-hmm. buddies, ice buddies, yeah. Santa buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's weird. It must be because it's cheap and it's recognizable. So well, they I mean, that... to make a sequel to Sandlot too. I oh, think yeah. they did. They actually. did. Yeah. That's another they one. Made like a sequel. Several years. They made a sequel to Benchwarmers. They did. It wasn't good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch. I watched a few minutes of it one day. Um, Jess had it on in the other room, and I went in there and talked to her, and I ended up kind of staring at it for a few minutes. It seems like the only thing that was uh, from the first one was John Lovitz. Yeah. And it was involving baseball. It's not good. Sounds awful. <laughs> if the only remaining cast member is John Lovett, I, I, I can only imagine what kind of shit show you're in for. Um, I, I love that first one. I think that that's the first one was great. I think that might that was be pretty funny. I like that. I was going to say, I think that might be Rob Schneider's best movie. But as I'm saying it, I'm sure the two of you are going to be like, eh, no, it's really. I don't know. Oh, Justin? Rob, Rob Schneider movies? The Animal? <laughs> oh, God. Deuce, Deuce Bigelow? Deuce Bigelow. I think that might be the best Rob Schneider movie is Benchwarmers. Actually, Nicholas, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> what about like well, Grown Ups was pretty good? Yeah. yeah. First yeah. one. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, like... what else is there? <laughs> Well, it depends. Are you going with the things he's been in? Like what about like, Adam, like a lot of the Adam Sandler movies? Yeah, but right, what about see, like major roles? Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, can you call Waterboy a Rob Schneider movie because he was in it going, you can do it. Yeah, I don't know. Could you consider Dread a Rob Schneider movie? I would consider that one more of a Rob Schneider movie than I would a Waterboy. 
because he had a he had a major role in Dread. Oh yeah, I really like that one. Not necessarily his role, but I like that movie. Fair. Well, then I'll say my favorite Rob Schneider movie is uh, Devolution, man. <laughs> I'm gonna look up some movies here. He was. He, he was. Man? Yeah, he was one of the cops of, in the future, wasn't he? He's the one Just, that he's the one that told, tells him about the seashells. Justin. Justin, I'm, I'm a get man. <laughs> Our producer. I don't. I don't remember that one. I remember Sandra Bullock was in that one. Right. Yeah. He's like um, Wes- Wesley Snipes. Uh-huh. And Rob Schneider. <laughs> Are you sure you're not thinking of of Judge Dredd with Rob Schneider? I might be, but I I thought he was in both, actually, to be honest with you. I could be, yeah, I could be thinking of Judge Dredd, though. I am the law. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't see Rob Schneider credited in (laughs) Demolition Man. Oh, no. I guess I must be thinking of Dredd. I, I just got, I know what my favorite Rob Schneider movie probably is. Down Periscope. Down Periscope. Oh, wow. You, oh, way, to, way to bring up Down Periscope just because you still want your copy of Down Periscope back. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I really like that movie. Funny story about that. Way back when. I think I might be older than the podcast. The, it probably is, yeah. By the way, the, Rob Schneider is uncredited, but he is in Demolition Man. Oh, you're like, oh, look. Yeah. <laughs> I could because I was like, I swear, God, he's got to be in this. But anyways, yes, down periscope. Um, what about a uh, pushing tin? Should I watch that one? I don't even know what that movie's about, but I actually do like down periscope. That's, and <laughs> uh, Rob Schneider's in that. Pushing tin is an interesting movie. It's worth a watch because it's on there too. It's a double pack of. Yeah, down that's periscope. a weird combination because yeah. they're so they're such different movies. Hmm. Is pushing um, tin about like airplanes? Yeah, it's it's a comedy drama about aircraft, uh, air traffic controllers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Billy Bob Thornton and John Cusack, maybe. Ah, interesting. It's 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 a very different style of movie than Down Periscope. <laughs> Is Down Periscope I... more of like a slapsticky? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Down Periscope was probably my first introduction to Harlan Williams too. Cool. To, I will. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's only been like ten years. Kelsey uh, Grammer. But by the next pop culture roulette, that'll be my next homework assignment. I'll watch Down Periscope and give you my review, and then you can finally. So you have to uh, go hunt it down. And I might just end up rebuying that movie. <laughs> No, just you'll have to go find it in your collection and wipe the 10 years of dust off of it. Yeah. So uh, get back to your um, topic of why they keep doing it now. (laughs) Uh, I don't really guess I have a good answer as to why they they keep doing it. Right. It just it seems like such a Hollywood has no more original ideas. Yeah. But they do. They just. Don't do a good job of like promoting it. Like, they, yeah. there's a lot of really good original movies that come out every year. They just don't get promoted the way, uh, like Black Widow does. 
and that's it sounds like I'm putting down Black Widow, but like I'm looking forward to seeing Black Widow as much as I am some other movie I haven't heard of yet because like, you know, they have the right actors or I like this thing and I get to watch it on HBO or or something. You know, mm. but well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just a matter of uh it just keeps working, so why not why not keep so what do you what do you think the next uh, the next group of thirty year old sequels are we're gonna get are like what's what's coming down the pipe then? Well, I hope for one we get that Happy Gilmore sequel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be See, nice. Every time we think, oh, this couldn't happen, and then they make a sequel to Coming to America. Uh, yeah, oh, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, else? Man. A Waterboy sequel where somehow he's the coach now. That'd be interesting. That would be an interesting take on it. Um, are, we just, are we just sticking with Adam Sandler movies again? <laughs> well, no, we don't have to. That's just what I happen to think of. Keeping in the theme um, of Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'd love to see well, that dodgeball. I'd love to see that dodgeball sequel. Oh yeah. So I was thinking some action ones, but they continue to make those. Like I don't know how many Rambo movies they have now. Because one of those came out like two years ago. Yeah. Maybe another good, maybe another good predator movie. Mm-hmm. You don't want to count AVP. I thought we were getting one. Where well, they had that one that came out like two years ago that I never saw. Oh. They had Olivia Bunn. Okay. Oh. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers X. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one was pretty good. It has uh who's all in that? Did Shane Black have anything to do with that? I, don't, that? I, I saw that one in theaters, which I forgot about. Oh. <laughs> we need a, we need a it, producer to look uh, all this stuff up for us. Is it Keenan Michael Key? From, yeah. He's in uh, it. He's really no, funny. Keenan. Yeah, maybe that is his name. I think yes, that is his it's name. Keegan. Keegan Michael Key. What is his name? He's on. <laughs> well, there's Jeremy Jordan Peele. Yeah, and the other Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. He was in the Predator. Oh, movie. Isn't it the guy who? Yeah, the guy who played Punisher in the. Older movie with John Travolta. Oh yeah, okay. His name. Uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane's in it. Olivia Munn's in it. Sterling K. Brown is in it. Oh, he's See, good. That was actually re- that was actually a really good movie. I recommend it. So the Predator, twenty eighteen. It was directed by Shane Black. I'm off to check, check that it one out too. Yeah, that one's good. That one kind of just I forgot all about that one. But- the relationship between Keegan Michael Key and Thomas Jane is probably the best part of the movie. Oh, like their friendship is great. Okay, sweet. I'll check it out. Oh yeah, I I just remembered you talking about him. I uh, finished not too long ago. Um, I binged out um, all five seasons of Key and Peele, so I did watch something more modern recently. Oh, all right. I mean, <laughs> I also waited for a show that was like three or four years off the air to finally binge it, but I did. <laughs> That's a great show. That was a good show. Like <laughs> I was kind of mad at myself for not watching it while it was on. <laughs> I like the skit with all the football players 
and yeah. the crazy ass name. Did we lose Justin? Uh oh, Justin, oh, there he back. Is. I just realized he wasn't moving. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't move at all for a while. It says, all right, we'll see how long this lasts. I thought you were. Mine keeps to... cutting in and out too. Do we have any interest in the Grammys? Um, as a podcast, I have no, no, no. I, I just that the Grammys have it's gotten a- to the point for me where like I look through the list of like who was nominated, and I just go, okay, this is how I know I've gotten old. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, I should have played another round of uh, modern artists versus old. I was going to say old that- millennials, but you're not a millennial, so I have to change hey, the name you, of the game. You you might have gotten me on a couple of those, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a pretty fun one because uh, I don't think Rosie knew any of them <laughs> when we played. I mean, now or the thing is, like, I might have heard the names, yeah. mm-hmm. but like being able to identify the music would be a very difficult thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I have to really say about the Grammys is congratulations to Billie Eilish for the James Bond theme. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a good one. Yes. I liked it a lot. And she won. It was the first theme to win without having the movie be out yet. That was a little fact that I read today about the Grammys. Oh, wait. So the Grammys already happened? I thought they were happening like right now. Well, maybe it's a live update. I, I was reading before the show started. So spoiler. maybe as I, we were speaking, that was something that happened. He got the spoiler copy. The only reason that I uh, I even knew the Grammys were on tonight was because that uh, my, well, I guess it's now Paramount Plus app was all like, hey, watch the Grammys. And I was all like, eh, nah, I'm good. Nah. <laughs> don't, I'm, don't tell me what to do, app. <laughs> I do like Billie Eilish, though. I do think she's very talented. Yeah, um, I, really... I do enjoy a lot of her music. Mm-hmm. I like that. Not stuff. For not really listening to a lot of modern music, she has caught my attention, and I I like her stuff. Yeah, it's got a really nice vibe to it. It's good hot tub music. <laughs> I think I've only heard the two songs they play on the radio. You didn't hear Have you heard her Bond theme? Justin? No, I don't think so. Oh, you should look it up after this. It's it's pretty damn good. All right. A lot better, in my opinion, than the last one that was released by Sam Smith. But I mean, we've had, we've all shared our thoughts on that one before. <laughs> the true fans know. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't remember. I remember us. I, I remember us talking about it with Bond. Uh, they push that movie back again. Part of me really wants to go back through and and give give uh, give all those movies a listen. Mm-hmm. A listen, a watch again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a listen and a watch. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Okay, let's see. Here we go for album of the year for Grammy. This no, that's just twenty twenty. Does that mean this year? Like they're doing it right now? I uh, think they're doing it right now. Yeah. Okay. Like. I was on. I was looking on Variety. That's where I was getting my updates. Okay, this is from Grammy.com. So okay, I assume that. All right, that's the must be the most. Oh, so this is for just album of the year, and then we'll we'll drop it. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. 
Oh no! <laughs> I've heard the name, but I couldn't tell you anything about that. that. Yeah, uh, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Okay. Yeah, I know who that is. I know who that is. I've heard of him. Don't listen I've, to him. Some of his music is. is intriguing to me. Because song with Ozzy on Ozzy's new album. That's not too bad. That's a weird. Yeah, they, that one song that the hog was playing was pretty good. On the, new, on the new Ozzy one, he also did a song with Elton John. Weird. That's the one that the hog was playing. That's a really good song. Yeah, it's also really deep. That's actually a pretty good album altogether. Oh. Yeah, that's a good album, I think, altogether. Uh, not, not on the list though. Uh, Is that Ordinary uh, Man? Is that the one they did together? I think so. <laughs> okay, then we were at uh, Folklore for Taylor Swift. Obviously, everybody knows who that is. Yep. Um, here's where you lose me immediately. Chilumbo? Chilumbo? From Chumbo Wumbo? Something? I'm guessing Janae. J H E N E with a little accent mark over it. So, Janae, maybe? Ico? Black Pumas by Black Pumas. I awesome. got nothing. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I've heard a I've heard a Coldplay. I did not know oh, they put a new album. I have to look to look into that every day. And then somebody called Jacob Collier did Jesse Volume Three. Did Jesse? What about Volumes One and Two? No, oh, no, they're not up for Album of the Year. It's just Volume <laughs> Three. Apparently, the first two were were crap. <laughs> and then <laughs> Women in Music Part Three by Haim. I've heard of them. I haven't heard of that album though. No. no. One, two, three. What about Rob Zombie's new album? He just released that. Yeah. He got snubbed, man. Yeah. I mean, it came out like two days ago, but still. This come is on. bullshit. <laughs> what about the EP that Fratelli's put out? <laughs> this is bullshit, man. Wow. Who votes for this stuff? I don't know. I mean, their peers. So that, but that is half now. of the artist for yeah. album of the year that I've never heard of. I think I've heard of two, maybe three. Yeah, and so I don't listen. To, I don't listen to any of them. And then, uh, okay, so oh yeah, that's right. Album of the year and record of the year for some reason are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce, Black Pumas <laughs> again. Why? Why are they two different things? <laughs> I don't know. They've always been two different things. Uh, the baby. Oh, that was one of my answers from the. Yes, game. that was one. Doja Cat. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> uh, Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, Post Malone, and Megan The Stallion. Ah, oh, yes, Megan The Stallion. Yeah, we've already talked about that one. What's uh? Huh, interesting. I'm gonna have to look up that Black Pumas thing. That sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that they were so musically inclined. <laughs> Okay, let's black pumas. <laughs> Are there really any other kind of pumas? Sure, you could probably find an albino puma. Mm, not sure how true. long it'll last <laughs> in, the, in the wild because albino animals don't seem to last that long. True, it would have it'd have a better chance working for some sort of like oddities thing at the circus. Yeah, probably live longer. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. So for best rock performance, yeah. breaking news, spoiler alert, uh, Fiona Apple has won for best rock performance. Fiona uh, Apple? Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and say, like, I enjoy Fiona Apple's music sometimes, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to put her in rock. I can't believe um, she's even still making music. Oh, they all um, <laughs> I've never heard of Big Thief. I don't know who they are. Uh, Phoebe oh. Bridgers. I've heard that name recently because of Saturday Night Live. Okay. Hame, uh, Brittany Howard, who I believe she used to be the lead singer of Alabama Shakes. Mm. And then Grace Potter. Mm. Uh, Justin, you'll have to help me with this one. For best metal performance. Okay. Um, Body Count has one with their album or song, Bum Rush. You know that one? I've heard the band. I don't think I can picture that song, though. That's a pretty fucking metal name. Uh, you've also got Code Orange, In This Moment, Poppy, and Power Trip. Poppy's pretty cool. I, in, in This Moment, I've listened to them. I've heard of In This Moment. Everybody else I've never heard of. I think there's only two I didn't hear of. Interesting. So. I, yeah, I definitely uh, don't know okay. much. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Uh, best Rock Album. All right. All right, well... Don't look it up because I'm looking it up right now. Right. <laughs> you have you have the new abnormal by the strokes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That Hero's, was actually good. A hero's death by Fontaine's DC. Okay. Oh yeah. Don't know that one. Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka. <laughs> a little pretentious album name. But... Uh, Daylight by Grace Potter. Oh, there's Grace and... Potter again. <laughs> Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson is good. Isn't I thought he was country. He is, but he's not oh, it's not oh. typical country. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So for best rock album, this is how I'm feeling old. I've heard of two, three of them. I've heard of Grace Potter. I don't remember anything that she's done. Two of these people I've never even heard of. Was who do you think won? Grace Potter. Oh, I'm gonna, no. I'm going to go with the pretentious guy. I uh, know it was the Strokes. Oh, okay. Cool. Good. That's oh. fine by me. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So she won Best Rock Performance and Best Alternative Music Album. Ooh. Oh, what else, what else you got for alternative music? Um, uh, Justin's going to be, not Justin, Jeremy's going to be mad on this one. Okay. He's over there. Uh, you got Fiona Apple. <laughs> then she beat out Beck for oh. hyperspace. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Brittany Howard, and Tame Impala. Oh, okay. Tommy Impala. I don't know. I think I've heard is. of them. I got. No I've got nothing. Well, to be fair, I guess that that Beck album wasn't as good as Colors, in my opinion. But... Okay. Well, I just know that. <laughs> I know that you could. You you just want to put. Beck's penis in your mouth at all times. So <laughs> that's true. It's like a it's like a pacifier for me. <laughs> Give that thing to me. Uh, I do have a hard on for Beck. I guess that's the the new the new listeners that don't know now they can be now they now they're in on a little thing. Now Jeremy's now dirty see, little secret. Yeah, <laughs> this is where if I was better at technology, we could make a deep fake. <laughs> of me and Beck, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm glad you don't know how to do that. <laughs> Which leads me to my next topic. Deep fakes. <laughs> man. Mm. I had to stretch for that one, but man, did I get there. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, did you see that Tom Cruise deep fake? Nope. Uh, look it up later. Um, some guy did a deep fake of Tom Cruise that he, you know, he put it online. And I remember they said immediately, like, this is not Tom Cruise is a deep fake. But it looked like he was he he did it where like he was either pretending like Tom Cruise was drunk or or just really kind of. But like it looked almost too real. Like it was uh. like it, it was dangerous. Like it's the deep fake technology is getting getting dangerous. And what what reminded me, well, that happened a couple of weeks ago, but there was a woman who got arrested uh, just recently because she um, made a bunch of deep fakes to um, harass girls on her daughter's uh, cheerleading team. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So she, she made uh, these three, these three girls she was trying to harass. I don't know if they were, she was trying to get the three of them to quit or, or treat her daughter better or whatever. They didn't really get into the, the why of what she was doing, but she yeah, she made uh, nudes uh, doing drugs and smoking vape pens. And were like texting like with fake numbers to these girls, like trying to get them, I guess trying to, trying to get them to quit, but Jesus. she was not apparently as good at hiding her uh, identity because the local cops were able to pretty easily uh, hunt her down. <laughs> How fucking deranged do you have to be as a mom to like, nothing better to do with your time. That's insane. <laughs> But this isn't the first time, not, not I mean, probably the first time for her, but this isn't the first time that a mom has gone over the line for cheerleading. Do you not yeah. remember? I mean, they made a whole movie out of that one cheerleading mom attempting to murder her daughter's rival. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I mean, I think it was like a Lifetime movie, but it was based off of a, a real story down in Texas, I think, like 20... 20- 25 years ago there was a mom who like took a hit out or tried to do it herself like literally kill the woman the girl's like rival so that her daughter could be the head cheerleader that's so fucked up yeah yeah like and that's not i mean that's there's been a couple other cases like that it's like what is it about cheerleading that makes these moms like like go crazy yeah (laughs) It's that living vicariously thing. Oh, they didn't get their chance, and now they, they must. They have their last their last opportunity to yeah. live through it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I saw the, the, the mugshot of the, this girl's mom. Yeah? Yeah, she's, she's, living, <laughs> vicarious. she's living vicariously. <laughs> she, she definitely looks like the kind of person that would commit a, a petty crime like that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right on. The deep fake stuff is definitely scary. It's like definitely something to worry about. I mean, the people that are really good at it, yeah, like you said, you can you can't even tell the difference. Well, and, some of some of them, like if you look at like the neck or the face, like the lower face, yeah, like you can see like that it chin? just 
Yeah, well, like not just the chin, but like the jaw, like the lower, like anything like nose and below, so mouth, jaw, like the side, you know, the sides there. Mm-hmm. Um, some it's it, that's where like it doesn't quite line up, like it doesn't like quite like there's just it's still you got a bit of that uncanny valley. Yeah, where you your mind can go something isn't right here. Yeah. Um, but as soon as they figure out how to clear that up, yeah. like there's going to be videos of, of whoever the president is like saying like, I hate Russia and I want to burn all children to the ground or something equally, <laughs> something crazy, something crazy. <laughs> and, and then the president is going to be like, I never said that. And they're going to be like, well, I mean, there's a video here that yeah. says you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could get really really crazy pretty soon. Or, or you know every video that gets you know released you know the news media or computers or something is gonna have to run like a some kind of filter to see if if you know there's some sort of deep fake that technology is uh you know yeah it's gonna be like a whole other separate product that you have to buy now whenever you get windows and like your deep fake detector an extra 29.99 (laughs) oh yeah because i mean otherwise i mean some of these some of these like i said most of them you can still look at it and go eh, something's not quite right yeah or i don't think that person's doing that yeah true but I mean, if you if you're really not paying attention, some of them can can be pretty like pretty close. Well, I mean that that part scares me because you're, you're going to be able to make people look like they're doing things or saying things that they've never said or done. Yeah. Um, and with cancel culture the way it is too. That's... Yeah. Well, and that's the uh, and the the other thing that kind of scares me a little bit is like you know they're going to be like, hey. Um, you know, Corey Haim died too young and he never got to do this one movie. Or we think he would have been perfect for this. Oh, yeah. So Corey Haim is now going to be in this movie. Interesting. I never even thought of that angle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they tried it. Oh, I don't know. This would have lived in Florida. So it would have been early 2000s. So somewhere in like the 2002 to 2005 range. There's a movie called Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where they had some old school actor uh, like James Cagney or somebody like that, like acting in the movie. Like they just like hologram projected him. But oh, like wow. the whole point was that he was a hologram. Yeah. So like they didn't have to make it quite match, but there was some like you're putting this guy in a movie and kind of cutting together scenes from other movies or using dialect for, you know, dialogue from other movies to make him like kind of act in a movie that he's been dead for a while. Yeah. yeah. It does. It's, it's creepy when they do that in movies, when they make old actors look young too. Oh yeah. Marvel like does it. that a lot. Yeah. Terminator Genesis. They have old oh, yeah. Arnold fighting young Arnold and that's just kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see that last Terminator movie? Dark Fate? No, I didn't see that one. It's not good. Mm. I'll still see it because it's Arnold. Yeah, I, I, I was I was really excited to see it, but 
like I ended up not going to see it in the theaters and I finally I just waited and I'm glad I did because it just was not not good not good it's too bad why can't they get another Terminator movie right like a new one I don't know <laughs> especially since they went and got all of the the people back you know from what they you know they got uh, Linda Hamilton back yeah they got, mm-hmm. um James Cameron was back as a producer. Yeah. It was back. It sounded so promising. It really did. Um, and it's just, it got unnecessarily preachy, sort of. But um, it just, it should have been better. And it wasn't. That's too bad. <laughs> Speaking of Terminator. Mm-hmm. So you remember that RoboCop statue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. That they built it and they wanted to leave it and de- they want to put it in Detroit. And Detroit was like, eh, I want to work good. Yeah. There is a town that has called them up and said, we want it. Really? We want it to be want to display it prominently in our town. Okay. I think you'll be interested. Okay. What do Steven- we got? Stevens Point. No way. Nice, nice. That's Stevens Point (laughs) wants the Robocop statue. That's fucking awesome. Um, I was like, why would they want it? Just like randomly, like of all things. Mm -hmm. But why why would you not want it? But apparently Peter Weller is from Stevens Point. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I I didn't either. I uh, so are they waiting to hear back? Uh, the, I guess the people who made it want it to be in in Detroit, but I would assume at some point, like, you know, if, if Stevens Point is like, no, like, we'll put it up, we'll display yeah. it, we'll, yeah. That would be amazing. I mean, it's only two and a half hours away from us. We could go and literally just go take a day trip and go see it. <laughs> yeah, road trip. <laughs> Wait, so where is Stevens Point from here? It's like, it's like past, it's out that way, past Madison, past like. Oh, okay. Up, like um, up left. Yeah, up left. Everything oh. is, everything is up left. On your way to the Dells. <laughs> it's like past the Dells. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Up, up left, everything is up left from where up. we're located. It's like past Portage. Because <laughs> um, oh, yeah. one of the, one of the guys on that last podcast. Uh, on the left podcast that I listen to is from Stevens Point. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's not too far from us. Yeah. I uh, have uh, some uh, some of my people that I know went to college there, so I've I spent some weekends there every once okay. in a while. All right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I. Hell, why why not put why why not put RoboCop the statue? In Stevens Point. I mean, what else does that town really have going for it? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah do it. You're right. They really have. Yeah. What do, what else does it have? It nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should sort of change.org petition. <laughs> do people use that site anymore? Like I used to hear about it all the time, but I don't know. I feel like I see something every once in a while pop up um with someone's petition from there, but yeah, it doesn't seem as heavily used as it used to be. <sighs> What about douche of the week? Uh, I don't got anybody this week. No, I don't really either. Uh, I was going to say like pretty much everyone in attendance at the Grammys right now, probably. 
I mean, um, <laughs> they didn't do anything, but they, I bet they're all pretty douchey. Yeah, <laughs> since, well, since, and I'm going to, let me just take a wild guess, Chair Justin. No, <laughs> you didn't make one, did you? That's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. It cut out on my Uh-oh. side. Oh, do you? We were talking about douche of the week. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard that. Like, oh, do I? Yeah, have do you have one? Yeah, do you? Are you nominating anybody or? Mm. No, not this week. <laughs> that's, this week. that's what I thought. <laughs> Slow news uh, week. Yeah, I'm just not as like hostile as you guys are, I guess. <laughs> I'm just yeah. sitting there chilling out. We just have a never-ending list. Oh. <laughs> I could name you somebody every every week that pissed me off. Yeah, mine are real people, not celebrities. Well, <laughs> I'm, okay. not, I'm well, not calling them out. Well, I, I'm gonna say like, I, I could I could give you that list too, but we're yeah, gonna, oh. we're gonna leave that all. That's okay. Well, in our own personal time, week, we do have some pretty important nominations. That came out recently. Uh huh. The Razzie nominations. Oh yeah. <laughs> and since we haven't talked about it in a couple of years, because next weekend the Oscar nominations come out Monday, so you're going to have a full week of me digesting those nominations. So you know I'm going to have some opinions. Oh yeah. <laughs> so for and right, maybe, so, maybe send us a list because I'm not going to look it up, so we can have some opinions with you. <laughs> yeah, put on the Discord. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot to download that and actually do that. Just text me. Um, okay, so for worst picture of the year, I've not heard of two of them, so I might need one of you to look them up Okay. Uh, to, to see Justin. what they are. <laughs> worst picture, you have three, 365 days. Never heard of that one, so I don't, mm. I don't know. Uh, absolute Proof is also one I've never heard of. No idea. Oh man! Uh, All right. Uh, Doolittle. Okay. Uh, Fantasy Island. What is this like? A what is that a remake of like Fantasy Island with tattoo? Yeah. Is that, was that, that a, was that a Bl- Blumhouse? Yeah. Okay, I do recall that coming. I haven't seen it, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and music. The Sia movie. Hmm. Well, I, I don't even know. Is that like a concert film? No, she made she directed a she wrote and directed a movie. A lot of people are mad about it because she dared cast an an actress who doesn't have uh, autism for a character in the movie that has autism. And really? oh, how dare she! But that movie was up for a bunch of Golden Globes. Uh huh. Uh, so, so I think there's a chance that it might be up for a few Oscars. Oh, okay. So it it could be one of those rare movies that's up for a Razzie and for an Oscar at the same time. <laughs> well, I could tell you this: 365 days sounds terrible. Okay. okay, what's it? What's it about? People who search it often also search for Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, oh, that movie. Okay, I have yeah. heard of that one. It's uh. Sicilian mafia family and a sales director. She does not expect that on a trip to Sicily, trying to save her relationship, gets kidnapped and is given 365 days to fall in love with him. With oh. her kidnapper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just 
What's Jesse the other one? Watch that one. It was a Netflix movie. What's the other one you wanted? Uh, Absolute Proof. Yeah, a lot of people had a problem with that 365 days because it was uh, the the one guy kidnapped this girl and was like, you know, for the next 365 days you live in this house and you do everything I tell you to. And if at the end of this, at, you know, one year from today you're 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 not in love with me, I'll just let you go. And they tried to spin that as a a romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They they tried to. Okay, Absolute Proof, 2021 documentary. My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell's film claiming the Chinese <sighs> cyber attack flipped the 2020 election. Oh, that okay. One. All right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! You have your winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always had a problem with. The Razzies nominating a documentary, even one of dubious claims, um, just because, I mean, eh, I don't know. Okay, so for worst actor, you have Robert Downey Jr. for Doolittle. I guess if I had read this part, Mike Lindell for Absolute Proof. (laughs) I like the Mike Hello guy. Um, (laughs) Michelle Moreau. For three sixty-five, uh-huh. so he must be French, or, French <laughs> or something. Uh, Adam Sandler Itali- for Halloween. Italian. Oh no, no, I no, think I'm sorry. Italian, I think he's Italian. Italian. Yeah, that's my guess. But Adam Sandler for Hubie Halloween? No, get, get no. the fuck. Yeah, c- come on, that was leave vintage. Leave Sandler alone. Uh, and David Spade for the wrong Missy? No, no, no get out of here. I it's, not, it. it's going to Mike Lindell. I feel like they always have to include Sandler, though, just because. <laughs> you have to give the worst actor award to a guy who's not an actor. Yeah, let's let's. I agree with you. Yeah. Let's give it uh, it'll probably go to Robert Denny Jr. just because they're like, look at what we can do. Uh, worst actress, uh, Anne Hathaway, for two movies. Wow. Uh, Katie Holmes, for two movies. What movies? Uh, Anne Hathaway was... The last thing he wanted and the witches. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And Katie Holmes was Brahms, the boy too. <laughs> I didn't see the boy too. I seen the first one. Oh, I didn't even know there was a first one. That's, uh, uh, you remember that one, Jeremy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the secret dare to dream. <laughs> Just sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, Kate, Kate Hudson for music. Which again, I'll have to look up, but I think she was up for Golden Globe for Best Actress in that one. So, so weird. <laughs> That's uh, Lauren Lapkus for the wrong Missy. Uh, no, that, that's yeah, no. And then Anna Maria Seek Luca for three sixty-five days. Oh, there's yeah, okay. Okay. Oh wow, this is some pretty big names and worst supporting actress. Okay. Uh, Glenn Close, Lucy oh. Hale, Maggie Q, Kristen Wiig, and whoever Maddie Ziegler is. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Um, I watched Fantasy Island. Yeah. It's not good, yeah. but it's not worst picture of the year either. Like, it's yeah. just, it's, 
it's a forgettable throwaway Blumhouse movie. Yeah. That they kind of tried to do something with from the TV show, and it just didn't really work. Okay, fair but, enough. You know, it, it wasn't bad. Did you see that one with Vince Vaughn, that body swap horror movie? I want to see it. it yeah, me too. That looks pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I might have to rent that or something tonight if it's available. Um, yeah, rent box. For worst supporting actor, you have Chevy Chase. From what was he in? The very excellent Mr. Dundee. <laughs> okay. Rudy <All> Giuliani. <laughs> From Borat? Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf for the tax collector. Well, that's the one he got that tattoo on his chest for. Mm. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nope. Oh. I refuse. For Iron Mask, have you seen that one? No, but that is it looks more like a pirate film. I know it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. Oh, oh, oh so my it, god. <laughs> you know that that would have been a good one in like 96, uh, 97. Yeah. <laughs> uh Bruce Willis for Breach, Hard Kill, and Survive the Night. Holy crap. Apparently he put three movies out last year. <laughs> Those all sound like variations of the same film. <laughs> um, okay, worst screen combo. Uh, you have Maria Baklova and Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and his utterly unconvincing Welsh accent. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford and that totally fake-looking CGI dog. Um, that was this year. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I yeah, I remember it. you were talking about that one on Media Pod Smash. Yeah, that one that one was an enjoyable movie. And the dog didn't look that fake. I mean, <laughs> it was clearly fake, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lauren Lapkus and David Spade. Okay. Uh oh, here we go. Adam Sandler and his grating simpleton voice. Hubie Halloween. Well <laughs> they might have a point there. Yeah. He gets a pass. Uh, he does. That movie was good. It was fine. Uh, worst director: Charles Band for all three Barbie and Kendra movies. I I don't know what the bar. I assume the Barbie doll movie. I yeah. Charles Band isn't the, he's the guy that does like demonic toys and like evil bong and all those movies like Ginger Dead Man. Oh, so it's probably one of those B horror films. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the two people who've directed three three hundred and sixty-five days. Stephen Gagan Gagan for Doolittle. Ron Howard for Hillbilly Elegy. Oh my god. Uh Jess watched that one. She said it was she kinda she said she kinda liked it, so I don't know why people are hating on it. And then Sia for music. Uh then we'll skip over our screenplay because it's the same the same five movies for uh, worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Uh, 365 days for a ripoff of Fifty Shades of Grey. Too uh, okay. um, little because I mean, I mean, how many times have they remade that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasy Island. 
uh, and then Hubie Halloween because they're claiming it's a remake slash ripoff of Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, come on. No, which, it's not. Which I'm going to go ahead and completely disagree with. Yeah. Yeah. They just got a hit on Adam Sandler. Yes, they do. Oh, and here we go. This one should win. Wonder Woman's 84 is up for worst remake or sequel. Is that one that one was pretty bad. I haven't seen it yet still. So um, I cannot weigh in, but based on what you said, fair enough. So so there's our Razzies for, for the year. That's uh, an interesting um, list. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised uh, on the Adam Sandler hate because every time he does a movie, yeah. Um, except for Uncut Gems, which I still haven't watched, they hate on it. I mean, the Razzies just love to nominate him for anything he does. That's true. And I'm sure the same thing with The Wrong Missy, just because Adam Sandler is somehow tangentially involved in it, at least as the producer. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I mean, was Hubie Halloween a good movie? Yes. Well, but it was fun. I mean, I would not call it. It was not the worst movie of the year by no. any stretch of the imagination. Uh, same thing with Wrong Missy. Wrong Missy is actually better than it has any right to be. Um, I can see why people hate it. There's definitely some stuff where you're like, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not the worst movie of the year. I'm going to go ahead and say it was uh, whatever that 365 days was, even though I haven't seen it, just based on the description alone. That's uh, enough um, for it's me. On, it's on Netflix. Okay. So Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> I've, I've heard it's pretty similar to Fifty Shades of Grey in terms of certain types of content. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um. And I think music obviously got nominated on that list because of, you know, political correctness. Yeah, like we live in a wor- we live in a world now where, like, if if you're gonna hire, uh, you know, uh, an actor or actress for a for a special needs role or, or a certain you know certain you know type of thing, like heaven forbid you hire somebody who isn't that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like. You do understand that it's acting, right? Acting is acting. Like yeah. it exists. Like Robert Downey Jr. did not really have a suit of of metal with technology yeah. flying around. What? Yeah. Oh my god. What? Jason Momoa is not able to throw large buildings if he's in water. No. Like, <laughs> I think he might, might be a too. big man. Yeah, but he can't breathe and talk underwater and fight the way you know. <laughs> That's a huge letdown. Wow. <laughs> you know this. It's called acting, right? You know? Yeah. Well, you, you know. said it was um because they cast it was a, an autistic person. Well, they see Sear wrote the role for somebody with autism. Yeah, and, they and did. They, they hired a a real like a what they an call able. They call, they hired an abled actress. Okay. Instead of a disabled actress, I see. Um, you know, they they're like, well, this is this is a role that should have gone to, you know, uh, somebody with actual autism, mm-hmm. and it's like, are you hire the best actor or actress available? Yeah. Like 
you yeah. know, like for like of all the movies that we say couldn't get made today, mm-hmm. like if you changed a few things here or there, you could probably do Blazing Saddles if if you got the right people involved as well as as maybe changed a few. And I don't even think we'd have to change the things that you're immediately thinking of with Blazing Saddles. Um, I think Forrest Gump is a movie that could not be made today. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, um, I was watching some Saturday Night Live recently, and they were making fun of people like kind of trying to cancel old movies. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Forrest Gump. They were made, and 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 it, we were my Jess and I were sitting here going kind of surprised that actually hasn't happened yet you know because yeah yeah looking back i mean yeah i mean definitely it is kind of like uh... well i mean i can't remember if we discussed it or not i know i wanted to discuss it but last uh, not last year but the year before there was a movie that was going to be made about a transgendered activist and they hired scarlett johansson to play that that role mm-hmm um and then of course the internet blew up and how dare you hire uh a non-transgendered actress to play this role and how blah 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 to the point where where scarlet was just like i can't do this it's Mm -hmm. going to be detrimental to my career yeah um it's gonna be it's just it's gonna be bad yeah so i'm stepping away from the role i just i i'm dropping out Hmm. um and the producers of the movie immediately pulled their money. They said, if she's not going to be in it, because it's already a movie that's not going to make a ton of money anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not the kind of movie that's going to go to the box office and, and light the world on fire. It's right. one of those movies that, that you hope gets enough viewership at the movie, at the theater, to make your money back, maybe get you a little ahead. But that's the kind of, money, that's the kind of movie that you hope gets enough buzz to get some award talk. Mm-hmm. And then really do well on on home video or, or streaming. Um, but as soon as she pulled out, the rest of of the the producers, the money people, pulled their money, and they were like, "If she's not in it, we're out." Because there's no, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you want to stand on this issue, mm-hmm. there is no transgendered actor that has the name recognition that Scarlett johansson does yeah like scarlett johansson because of her name is going to put butts in seats right right and and there's nobody and so that movie didn't get made you know there are hundreds hundreds of people are out of a job yeah that's that's you know you know i don't think about that (laughs) right you know you know the grips on through you know however many hundreds of people that would have been involved in this movie not just the you know 10 15 20 actors and actresses who would have been in it i mean mm-hmm. but the director the producers the writers the they're all the crewmen the crew all people the crew, they're all out of a job they all lost a paycheck wow because the internet can't just go well you know maybe scarlett johansson's name will bring awareness to awareness to this topic as something that should be discussed wow. no yeah. let's it's all for well and they all flipped out when they hired uh ruby rose for batwoman because she wasn't the right type of lesbian. Huh. And then, I don't know. It was oh, bad. my God. I didn't quite understand it. What Thanks, is that even supposed to mean? <laughs> it, it never made any sense to me. Um, 
then she finally dropped she dropped out after one season because she got hurt but um you know they brought in a, another uh lesbian actress because you know for whatever reason they decided that it that you know you can't just hire like somebody who can be in the movie you have to hire somebody who also is that in real life mm-hmm. you know and so because of that I, I was just reading the rating. Like, they've already renewed that woman for season three, but they said, I was reading this week, you know, Friday or Saturday, the ratings for season three or season two on Batwoman are are the lowest they've ever been. Like, I mean, they're, they're talking, I mean, these, the show, like, they've lost like 70 or 80% of its audience from season one through the like you know however many episodes they're into uh season two now like to the point where like i really have a hard time believing that the cw doesn't rescind the season three offer because the ratings for season two have just plummeted Jeez, damn <laughs> so is it, you know, is it part of the continuity at all yeah of other sh- oh it is it's it's in the berlanti verse oh okay interesting Oh, another co-host. I need to get a cat, I guess. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Conversation with cats. Mm-hmm. The cats apparently want to be part of the podcast. The cat just wants to stay away from the dog, so she's hanging out down here with me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, my, dog, my dogs love uh, torturing the one cat. Yeah. She's not smart enough to run away like the other one is. Anyway, anyhow, yeah, that's my two cents. Like, I mean, I get it to a point, but at the same time, it's like sometimes you have to hire the best actor or actress for the role Mm -hmm. to make it work, you know. And and yeah, who knows? And so, whatever the story they were trying to tell, uh, because it was one of those like true to you know true life stories you know whatever that story was that they were trying to tell isn't getting told now so you know whatever whatever lesson they wanted to teach is gone yeah and then you know hundreds of people lost out on a paycheck because of it yeah because heaven forbid with something like that like we just we oh you can't you can't you know and it's just i don't know I mean, yeah. it's called acting for a reason. I mean, yeah. You know, Tom Hanks was not really the captain of an oil tanker. <laughs> Tom Hanks also does not know how to fly a 747. It's Tom Hanks. He can do whatever he wants. If he put his mind to it. Yeah. Next year, tell me he wasn't really my neighbor. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh. Oh. He didn't go fight a volcano either, oh, or get lost on a on an island for you know a couple of years. Yeah, he didn't live in an airport either. No. Although, did you hear uh, during quarantine for like nine months, eight months, uh, somebody was living in O'Hare? <laughs> I no. did not hear that. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, he was flying from somewhere, very somewhere. similar, so, fairly, fairly. No, it was 
California, I think, but it was fairly similar to uh, the the Tom Hanks movie, where like you know he got on the plane, the co- the you know somehow the country went haywire, but like he got on the plane and landed, and then the COVID thing happened, and when he was too afraid to get back on a plane, so he just he stole slash found an employee's ID badge and just was like. <laughs> You know, like pretending like he was working there and just like disappeared and like made himself a little like bed somewhere. Like he just was like hanging out like months, like oh, until wow. they finally caught him. Like they were like, I'd be more scared to stay in an airport for that long and get back on a plane. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind of what I thought. Yeah, we should buy the rights to that story. And it's probably that. too. It's probably too late. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Our time is up on that. Yeah, the, by the time it hit the newspaper, somebody had already bought the rights to that story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm expecting. I saw it on ESPN. Uh, there's a book coming out here pretty soon. I guess back in the 80s, 70s or 80s, um, some guy managed to build a apartment of of some sorts in old veteran stadium where the Eagles and the Phillies play like his uncle or his dad was working for a contractor. And like, so he had the keys to get in and like, there was a, a, um, one of the food stands that they weren't using anymore. And he just like locked it off and built himself. Like he put a bed in there and like, Oh, oh, technical difficulties here. Sorry. Uh, sorry, the cat pulled the, the cat pulled my headphones out. Uh, She's like, "You're you're done. It's over." <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's awesome, though. But yeah, he built like, and then you know, they, he had it for a, he said a couple of years. So I imagine we'll be seeing that movie, probably like a Will Ferrell like comedy version of it. But yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> so, nice. All right. Well, I feel like we've been going on. This is a long one. This is a, yeah. a supersized episode. It sure is. I'm I'm looking yeah. at 150, but. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Probably yeah. 16 extra minutes, though, when you guys of Dead Air, when, when we were first starting out. Because oh, okay. I was in here for a while, so. Yeah, you'll have to cut some of that stuff out, so. Yeah. All right, well then, I think Stupid Never Walks Alone. Oh, yeah.